0: Hey there, AMC Turn fans. Welcome to another episode of the AMC Turn After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about Season 4, Episode 10, Washington Spies, a.k.a. the series finale. And it's time to fill the parting glass, guys, but it's not the end just yet. And we have a very special guest to celebrate with us tonight. Stay tuned.
1: You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now. Let the buzz
0: begin! Katie, I feel like this was a really good song pick. Very appropriate, all things considered. (laughs) Will I put Hamilton in here wherever I can? Yes. Does this song make me cry every time? Yes! Yes, indeed. Um, Speaking speaking of crying, uh, we are here tonight to talk about the finale. Hey there, Turn fans. Um, I hope you guys all have a box of tissues ready because uh, I think we all certainly needed it after the episode on Saturday. Let's not waste any time. I'm your host, Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. And to my left, there's the lovely Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. You can follow me all over social media at Kiyajay. That is K I A X E. Et we
2: have raspberry brandy and everything.
0: <laughs> we do. We did the thing. Uh, indeed, we felt that was appropriate uh, to pour one out for the show. And joining us on the line uh, is our special guest Ian Khan, aka George Washington. How are you tonight?
1: I'm great. Thank you, ladies, so much for having me on. You know, I've been uh, feel like I've been a part of the After Buzz uh, TV world. Ever since season one, when you guys had me on, when I was just a little guest star, so uh, <laughs> there's something there's something very wonderful about uh, sort of completing everything with uh, with you guys here tonight.
0: Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to call. It's super late over on your end, so thank you so so much for staying up to chat with us tonight.
1: Oh, you're welcome. I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm back in Richmond, Virginia today.
0: Really. Um,
1: yeah, I took a train back here. I've got a meeting uh, with someone kind of great uh, tomorrow uh, here in Richmond. So I took the train down, and I'm actually back in my apartment that I lived in for the last two years Aww. while shooting Turn. Yeah, so it's, I'm, I'm actually sitting in the spot where I worked <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> on, on every scene. And sort of instead of my script, I've got my computer and uh, open to Skype, and happy to be talking to you ladies. And everyone else who's out there. Uh, thank you.
2: Much. oh chat's losing their mind and they're also saying they're already crying because one last time just pushed everyone <laughs> over the edge so uh oh, i regret nothing
0: <laughs> <laughs> not to mention that we uh we have a hashtag for those of you also watching live uh if you guys happen to have any get uh questions for our great guest and that hashtag is abtv turn and uh real quick before we get started i also want to say uh Guys, uh, if you haven't already done so, please go to iTunes to rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you, and uh, we do have an announcement for things at the end of the show, so there will be an opportunity for you to get a shout-out, and uh, it is the best way to let our producers know that you've liked this show that we've done for the last few years, and uh, and also, it, mu- it helps us maybe do some of those extended things uh, that, that we're talking about a little bit later on, so please go to iTunes, subscribe, uh, rate, leave a comment all that fun stuff all right If you
2: make it known that there is demand for content we like doing content but the demand must be known
0: exactly so itunes reviews best way to do that our producers do check those go go make your voices heard um okay let's let's go ahead and get right down to it uh ian we we've asked this of everybody who's come on how did it feel going into uh the fourth and final season at the start of the uh at the start of filming this year
1: you know i i have to say that uh, and i i've tweeted this out to uh because it was something that i really feel very strongly about it was a there's a certain sadness but there's also a great sense of gratitude about being able to get to the end of the story yeah um, there're so many other networks that might have looked at the the ratings which in this sort of new changing television world uh aren't as high certainly as like the walking dead or you know, Fear the Walking Dead or some of the other shows that are on the network. But AMC stuck with us. And what that gave us the opportunity to do, the audience the opportunity to do, and our writers most especially, was sort of bring the show to a, a, a great conclusion, I think. I mean, I, I was really happy every step of the way and certainly with that last episode. Um, and, you know, that's a gift because, you know, I think people in television – we, I think there's a score. It's like do you get to do finish the show on your own terms? So many shows that people get passionate about get pulled out from under them you know they're watching it for two years or a year even and, and they they lose that show and they, they feel a real sense of loss. And I think we all wish we, we could all wish that there would be more of the show, but the idea that we got to the end of the show and that we we got to see how the culpa ring sort of helps. The you know, Continental Army win this war. Uh, it's a real gift. It's a gift to uh, the fans. It's a gift to the writers. It's a gift to the actors um, and the crew. I mean, you never please gosh, the crew um, who works harder, who <laughs> works harder than anybody on this show.
0: And it um, shows. Oh, my goodness. I-
1: yeah. So, so that, I think I had a feeling of that going into the last season, just sort of like, you know, and Sam Rook and I spent a lot of time. We would, every, every off season, we would get very nervous. We we're going to get picked up, but we we're not going to get picked up. And we weren't sure what was going to happen with this last season, though. We we sort of felt like AMC was behind us. Um, and so just getting to the end, so I, I understand a sense of sadness, of course, uh, every Saturday night. And Saturday was a good night, by the way. <laughs> but every Saturday night to have a, to have a show that you love and that you're passionate about but you know what we've got 40 hours of television 40 episodes of a show about a, an amazing time that was done with a, an immense amount of passion an immense amount of love so that's how I felt going into the season and certainly when on the last day of shooting I, I felt that and then watching it the other night with my wife watching the show and just being like heck yeah man we did it and it worked and it it was right and uh, I'm just really grateful so I think that's my answer
2: yeah, it's... I think we did so much screaming in this episode <laughs> yeah. that I think our neighbors thought we were being murdered or going insane. <laughs> it was, that—that that is a good thing. That's us being really invested in the episode, but oh, there was yelling. It was...
0: And history, um, history isn't kind to a lot of the characters that we've grown to know and love in in the course of this show. And obviously, this show is history adjacent, not a documentary. But um, but it's still uh, it it lends. It, the, kind of the epilogue that we get ends uh, lends a certain context that a lot of other shows don't necessarily get you know with history there's not necessarily a happily ever after yeah. um, that and and the epilogue I feel like really hammered that in um, ha- now playing a historical figure uh, one of uh, one of our country's most renowned historical figures at that, how does it feel kind of getting to see a character arc for somebody who at the end of the day, we all know how his story ends.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, well, it did really end. I mean, we we got to the end of this part of the of his story, and it's part of the story that I get to play. You know, I I'll always be the guy who played him during the Revolution. Um, not necessarily his whole story, because there's so much more of a General Washington story, or President Washington story. Um, but to finish this, you know, you use the, uh, you use one last time. I'm a, I'm a really big fan of Hamilton. Uh, I thought it was, I think everyone should listen to it. I think mm-hmm. everyone should, you know, it's impossible to get tickets, but everyone <laughs> should go see it. Um, but should listen to it because the story is right there in the, in the music. Um, but there's a, there's a moment in Hamilton where it says, uh, I see George Washington smile. And I had that in the back of my head in Yorktown, the episode in episode nine, um, when, you know, he, the, the British waves, the, the white flag. And I was so looking forward to that moment and uh, hoping that we would do it. And we did. And that was, that was one of my favorite, that, that was one of my favorite moments of the whole series until episode 10, which I think then took over a lot of other favorite moments of the series for me personally. Um, but, uh, I, I, look, I, I argue with your idea that he's one of the most famous historical figures. I think he's probably, except for maybe Martin Luther King or Abraham Lincoln, he might be the guy. Um, but other than that, I, it's awesome. I mean, just awesome. I, what, what, how the hell did this happen? You met me four years ago. I was like, hey, I don't know. I, I'm George Washington. I don't know how that happened. Um, and my life is certainly different now, and I, I've, I've learned a lot. And I'm, I'm more. I keep saying this. It's sort of silly, but I couldn't be more uh, grateful at all. Just couldn't. It was, it was, it was the best. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I'll ever play a part quite like this. I know. Oh. I will never play a part quite like this again. Um, so, uh, I, I, listen, you can, you can mute me at some point if I just keep talking about how grateful <laughs> I am, because that's kind of who needs that. But,
2: you're but just sitting here usually... sipping brandy and listening. <laughs> no, it's fascinating. You
1: know, okay, well, yeah. You can ask questions. I'm, I'm here for the hour.
2: Well, uh, chat wants a spinoff. Washington, oh, sure. the presidential
1: years. <laughs> well, you know, sure. But, um, I, I, you know, between the Revolutionary War and the time that George Washington went back uh, to serve as the president of the United States, I think he had about five years, well, four, four years before he was called back into service, I'm more than willing to wait as much time as necessary. If if the, if the call for that happens four years from now or five years from now and everyone's like, we got to talk about <laughs> Washington again, um, sure, but. I, I, I'm very satisfied with the meal that I just had. It was, it was about as good as it could get.
0: Well, that would be but life you're willing to wait for it. That that would be life uh, imitating art because Washington <laughs> went back, and everybody was like, "You got to come back, George."
1: Yeah, they didn't call him George, but yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no um we uh we have uh speaking about favorite moments from the finale um what was your favorite moment because there
1: mm.
0: again not a whole lot of shows in the grand oh, scheme okay. of things really get their proper send-off and there were a ton of standout yeah. moments in this finale
1: so you had daniel Henshaw on the show who's just the most charming little man not little <laughs> but charming man i mean he's just he's like a he's like a He's just—he's a delight. He he's a, just a delight, and he's just like hello, 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 and he's <laughs> just great. And I—I I caught him. I—I watched a, a bit of it, and I saw you say to him um, something that I think I said to you in season two that you asked me, well, how will the show end? And I said, well, I think Washington should meet. Uh, Woodhull, don't you? And so when you brought it up to Dan, you could just see him. He was just like, oh, hmm, wonder. Was, I don't wh-
0: know. Was it a deer in the headlights moment?
1: It had a little bit of a deer, and I felt badly. And he was, I could tell, I mean, he, I was surprised he didn't just, like, give me a call, like, schmuck, you're not supposed to tell people that. <laughs> I was like, I didn't. That was like, two years ago. Uh,
0: it's not a like, spoiler if no one knows if that's what's going to happen. No, well, no, that's something that we wanted to He
1: just looked like, he was like, oh, damn. <laughs> um, we'll I will say this. That scene was worth waiting for for me. Oh, uh, my goodness. You know, I knew Jamie, and Jamie's a lovely man and a wonderful actor. And we had never worked together because of the setup of the show. Uh, you know, Owen Yeoman, Trader always talks about this, who I love. I call him Trader his <laughs> face. I call him traitor face. <laughs>
2: He's a traitor. Well, so did so, half the know,
1: cast. I was, so I, He's in New York right now shooting um, Blacklist. And oh. I was supposed to, if I didn't come down to Virginia, we were going to have dinner tonight. Um, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm going down to Virginia. It's not canceled. Uh, traitor. So, you know, I just put that at the end of every text message. Traitor.
2: <laughs> Does your autocorrect know it now?
1: You see him walking around in his red coat. I was just like, you're a dick. So, <laughs> the, the last scene. But that last scene, so I never got to work with Jamie. Was the point? And you know, here I am sitting around the table with you know Seth and Dan and Heather and Mary, uh, who I finally got to work with, and James and Saleh. And I'm like, all right, look at me, I'm at the cool kids table. Um, I'm the old man uh, on the show, and it was uh, it was it was great. It was a great day of shooting, and then we you know we shot the last part at the end. So we shot all the shot all the stuff between the culprit and everything else. And then Jamie and I kind of did that last scene together and it was wonderful. It was, um, I think you can see it in the scene it, for me, at least it was, it was a, it was a wonderful scene. And I, he's such a, he's a generous actor and we, it was such love. And there's some, t- you know, I the director, Jeremy Webb, who's brilliant and so good, as there are so many of the directors on the show. Um, he, we did a number of takes where we were just smiling at each other and saying, thank you. Thank you. He would say to me, thank you for the money. And I would look at him and say, thank you for, you know, doing all you did. And he would say, thank you. And i would say, thank you. <laughs> it's like, God, no, we're not doing any of that crap. <laughs> like, That's it in the show. That's enough.
2: I do love so that like Washington's, did you really just do that? Look is about the same as his, I have a point here and you need to understand it look like it's, it's just those little teeny shades of difference that just—I'm—I'm I'm losing words here. Brandy is strong, y'all.
0: <laughs> uh, I. I Incredible do, acting is I, what I'm getting at. I do have to say that when uh, the entire crew rode up into Sitake, I did not expect the dinner to take the turn that it did. No, and that was great. It went from yeah. a fanciful celebratory dinner to one that was immediately filled with tension and uncertainty.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was very tense.
0: <laughs> it turned very so tense.
1: quickly. It was like, shut up, kid. That's a, I think that was my thought behind the other, the other side of the table. And then you sort of saw the, you know, washing. it was a nice little moment. There's a transition there where he has everyone leave and then he starts talking to him about being a farmer. And he said, what's your crop? And they just, they're two farmers sitting across the table from each other and understanding each other and uh, respecting each other. And I think it was, uh, I, think, I, I know Craig, the showrunner, who's the boss, who's the creator of all of this. Um, who, you know, his fingers are on every second of this show. Um, I know it was something that he was, uh, gearing towards for a long time. And you know, I was really happy that I was really happy we got to, to do that spot. You know,
0: it was well worth the four season wait. Absolutely. Oh, huh. Yeah. Cool. Um, I do want to I... say, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just, I think that was a bit of a revelation for Abe just coming
2: home and being like, Oh, wait, I don't have my father's estate. My farm is in a shambles. I have no money. Like, he came off of doing this great, wonderful thing and then comes back home to, oh, yeah, real life, and I can't talk about anything I did, and I'm not eligible for veterans pay. Like, multiple different people going, yeah, you sacrificed a lot. Good yeah, luck with that, doesn't it? That
1: scene, that scene with Townsend. It, look at Robert Town. Look at that Nick Westrate looking so damn handsome. I was like, come <laughs> on, man. Look at you out of your little Quaker outfit. You're just a big handsome man. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, look at. I was like, damn. Look at that boy. Look at him. Um, and such a good actor. I mean, that's the thing about this show is that everywhere you are, everywhere you turn on this show, it's just great actors. Great, great, great actors. Everyone, just genius. Um, and we all got for, far enough along on the show that we almost became on that screen. It's like that's him. That's just him. You know, that's that's Mary Woodhull. I mean, Megan was fantastic. Megan, Mary's the best spy that Washington's got. Oh, we yeah, said she um,
2: has been
0: the best spy. We've in the said um, on more than one occasion she's the MVP of this group for sure. She is where the Ranger Danger hashtag came from.
1: <laughs> nice, but I got to give Ben Talmadge the uh, MVP of that group.
2: He did, he put up with so much throughout this entire
0: series.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like if Mary had been a spy from the beginning, she would have blown them all away. But that's why we had to bring her in halfway through. So it's not just like, we have Mary, why do we need everyone else?
0: <laughs> um, I will say though, talking about um, Townsend is we we get full you know we get closure with them in that wonderful game of checkers and yeah, so it's just so beautifully oh, shot. Yeah. Um, and there have been a lot of parallels this season in terms of things that happened in season one. What would you say has been your favorite story parallel uh, so far this season? I say so far, in this season.
1: <laughs> well um you know we didn't get to keep gentry white Mm. billy lee right yeah oh no Uh, he
0: was phenomenal that was that was one of the most moving episodes ever that was that's a shame
1: that was a challenging episode um that was challenging i think for the audience i think some people loved it i think i remember talking to you after that night
0: it was Uh, incredible but it was extremely hard to watch
1: yes it was it was hard to do um but losing Billy Lee, losing the actor, because he was just doing another TV series in New Zealand, so like we couldn't fly him in. Um, and it was a loss for us because Gentry isn't just a wonderful actor. he's a wonderful man. Um, and uh, but, but one of the great things about that relationship was you actually got to see inside the tent of George Washington and inside of his actual personal life, inside of his, you know what's going on inside of his heart. And for me, um Lily Birdsell coming back.
0: Yes, and absolutely. Martha Washington
1: uh, was a, is a parallel to that for me. Uh, but there's so many. I, I mean, there's just so so many. I, 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 this is one I mean, you know, there's just so many. Eagle Eagleson, who directed um, episode nine of this season, okay. um, did a parallel. He, he also directed the Culpepper episode in season one, which was there was the introduction of General Washington, but then the next episode was sort of a, a, a sizable George Washington episode. and Eagle was the director for that. And I noticed that uh, when I saw episode nine, that he did a similar finish on both of those episodes. Um, on, on, But that's a that's very subtle, and you have to have seen it like 16 times. Well,
0: uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> it sounds so, like a good excuse to go back and watch.
1: Well, if you go back and watch the last moment of six um, and the last moment of 409, 106 and 409, they're very, very, very similar, with the guns going down and then with... Um, uh, Stephen Root. God, forget Stephen Root. We had oh, Stephen Root on our show. Boy, we should have just kept him. On but there. nah,
0: <laughs> they had to kill him.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's, that's like, what are you doing, man? I remember reading this, I'm like, what the, why? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It's like, why? No, don't do that. He's very good.
0: He's so good. That was uh, That was another shocking bit, for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm just, stream, we're just streaming consciousness here at 11.30. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what an after show
0: is. Questions. Yeah, that's basically what we do. Um, that that we, is how we do. We do have a lot of questions in the, ha- uh, in the hashtag, um, and I believe it's Kate Campbell wanted to know a little bit about um, your research process, which we've talked to you about in the past, but she wondered specifically if you have any books to recommend for, for anybody who's interested in Washington's life, apart from Washington Spies, of course. Well,
1: I'm uh, yes, absolutely. Alexander Rose, the great Alexander, but Alexander Rose, there is no turn Washington spies without this man deciding to write this book. God bless him. Um, he's a fun man and a good writer. I uh, you know, he's a, he's a histo- historic historian and he's sitting here writing great scripts. Uh, good for him. And he's a, he's a friend. So I'm, I'm happy for him for all of his success. I have to say this. So one of the cool things that happened was, and it, it, I did say this Number of times, but Daniel Shippy, who is the head of the Breeds Hill Institute, is a George Washington um, interpreter, and mm-hmm. he plays General Washington all up and down the West Coast. When I got the job, I had a friend who uh, was went to high school with him, so I got this job. I told her I got the job. She said, "You got to meet my friend. You got to talk to my friend." So I call him up and I say, "Hey, I'm doing this," and he goes, "Oh, wow, that's quite amazing." And so we ended up talking on the phone for about three hours that day, and I said, "Would you like do this with me?" And he said, "I would." And so. From day one, I had in my back pocket this amazing historian who has dedicated his life to George Washington. So every script, I go with him down every step of it. Um, so so often when people say, you know, that's kind of how I always imagined George Washington, it was, I had somebody with me who had dedicated his life to it. It made things a lot uh, simpler um, and more fun and more challenging, and uh, it was just great. And what what I'm so grateful to is Craig. Our showrunner, I asked him if he would put into the credits uh, something, and he he did. He put in historical advisor to Ian Conn in the last episode, Daniel Shippey. Nice. Uh, Yeah, and so he got he got a credit for it, which he at least for me he he so fully deserved. Um, so that was that also, there's a wonderful book, um, by Joseph Ellis called his excellency, which was really the first one I read and, and the one that stuck with me the most It gave me sort of the heartbeat of the man and the understanding, or I hope the heartbeat of the man and understanding of what his childhood was like and his early years were like, and his time in the French and Indian war, uh, all of these things to me were things that led up to who he was. It was one of the great gifts of playing a real historical character, uh, because there, uh, there are actually answers to some of these questions. So often when you're creating a character out of thin air, um, you're guessing, oh, this might work, and how does this play with this? But with, with Washington, there was there was always something of an answer there. Uh, certainly there are questions which way to go here, which way to go there, but at least there was, there was a map, and I found that very helpful.
2: I'm feeding into that a little bit, Amanda Hunt on Twitter asks, how did you decide on Washington's voice?
1: Huh. Well, hi, Amanda Hunt on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, Okay. Uh, Well, so in the breakdown of the script and the audition, they said that they wanted something between an American accent and a British accent. Mm -hmm. So that's where I started. And I think that that's pretty much where I landed. Then over the course of my studies and my understanding of the man, I learned that he had had pleurisy as a child, which weakened his lungs. I also found out that he would often speak quietly in large groups of people to make people listen more intently. I know as a father, sometimes I do that with my two
0: sons
1: and I will just get real quiet and they'll say, what, daddy, what? So, you
0: know, that Way works. more effective than yelling for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, and then, and then the, the kind of the key thing was I, I was really I was trying to understand what it was like with this whole teeth business. And I think you'll find on the show that maybe there was one or two times where you would actually see my teeth because my teeth aren't, aren't great. But they're better than George Washington's. So you know, for so long, my job was like, don't, don't give people reasons not to thank you, George Washington. Like that was like the first job. So what I did, and this is going to sound a little gross, but I didn't brush my teeth for, for like a week no. to see what that was like oh. to walk around. I think I put, I did mouthwash because I'm married and I like my <laughs> wife, you know, like me too. But, um, I didn't. And I wanted to see what that was like, and what I, what I discovered was that if you don't brush your teeth, you're embarrassed by your teeth. And if you're embarrassed by your teeth, you don't show your teeth. Mm-hmm. And it ends up that you end up not opening your mouth as much when you speak. So it was a combination of the British and the American, the pleurisy in the lungs, the uh, use of volume to get people's attention, and to not let anyone see your teeth. And it sort of ended up being like that. Yeah, that's and much- I wanted and I wanted to, I wanted him to sound cool. Because <laughs> he's the father of the country, so I wanted him to have a sort of um, not. Uh, that's not exactly. I want to sound cool, but I wanted him to sound like he could be the father. I wanted him to sound like he could be a great man um, because he was a great man. He was a flawed man, and certainly with what's going on in the world today. Yes. Um, there are aspects of his life and choices that, if looked back on, can certainly be questioned. But there are there's certainly greatness to his imperfection.
0: Kind of going off of that, we don't normally like to get political on this show, too which too, is... Uh, uh, yeah, no, not, uh, no. Um, I, mean,
1: <laughs> I, I, I want to, but once I go down that road, it's going to be very hard. All right, I'll just <laughs> go ahead. Ask your question. I'll have something to say. Uh,
0: just... Um, there, there was a certain comment made today by our current commander-in-chief uh, about George Washington, and I was – you don't have to, obviously, if you don't want to, but I was hoping no. you could speak to, to that particular comment.
1: You know, I've written this tweet so many times and deleted it so many times. Part of what I felt my responsibility was in playing George Washington uh, you know, we all of us have a good amount of Twitter followers, people who love the show and who follow the show. And one thing I did not want to do while the show was going on was give people a reason not to see George Washington when they were looking at the screen. Yeah, it was it was a very, um, very hard thing to do because I um, I wanted to tweet out loud so, so many times um, while still staying. But 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 not getting so far ahead of the character that people start seeing Ian Conn up there instead of seeing George Washington because nobody's, nobody's sitting at home at night on Saturday night at 9 o'clock to see Ian Khan. They want to see George Washington, and I believe that, and I'm good with that. Well, the show's over now, and I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> when President Trump recently said that he is the most presidential president of anyone other than maybe Abraham Lincoln, I take umbrage with that. <laughs> I take strong umbrage with that. I think I can probably name about 43 other people, 44 other people, but I know for sure that the father of the country who also held that office should be held in higher regard than that, and that the humility and service of General Washington is not to be taken lightly. And I feel very strongly that we as Americans have to take a step back and understand what it was that gave us this country to have an appreciation for it, because what's going on right now is a world inflamed.
0: Yes, I... I concur with that assessment 100%. And something that General Washington always had was the sense of humility. And I feel like certain people could take a lesson from... The, well, that's
1: uh, not President Trump's game. He's no, not about it's not. He's, President Trump is about himself. Um, he's about taking stage. He's about... Uh, yeah. and I'm not even Never making a full a value wrong. judgment, an obvious value judgment. But I will say this, that when Nazis are climbing through the streets, waving flags and screaming names. There is no moral equivalency between the, prote- between the Nazis who are screaming and the people who are protesting against that hate. That is not in any way equivalent, in any way. And a war was fought in Europe between 1941 and 1945 to win that war. And that is, um, that is, not, that is not the American way. Uh you can we absolutely have every right to take umbrage. I'm gonna use that word again because that's how I feel lots of umbrage. We have the right to take umbrage with certain parts of our history, but this is not appropriate for the twentieth century. No. and no. we're in the twenty first.
2: I'd just like to throw down two more things here. Uh hate speech is not protected under the First Amendment, and freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences.
0: Both I'm just of gonna those.
2: Throw that out there into the ether.
0: <laughs> Both of those things as we scream into the void, and Chad but, is alternately cheering and
2: crying. So I think we may need to make a hard left turn back <laughs> in the episode, and, and we
0: will. But, but it's thank you. It's important. Something this show has always done is make us examine what it means to be American. And in the in a time, as you said, when Nazis are proudly chanting in the streets and hurting people it's important to remember what makes us American and that is the most un-American thing you can possibly do. So thank you. Um, anyway, for speaking to that, to, to get back to this show. And again, what, yes. what's, uh, what's so wonderful about it. Um, you mentioned uh, the, uh, the, the episode back in season two uh, that focused on Washington and how difficult that was. We had a question in the chat wondering what was the most difficult thing to film Um in throughout the series. And was it, was it that one or was it something in this season?
1: Mm, No, it was that one. That was the (laughs) hardest one. For For sure. sure. Um, this season, I mean that the Valley Forge episode was, (laughs) that was full on.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That was tough.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That was. And we worked our butts off. I mean, we really did. We gave it everything that we had Gentry and I, I mean, we were, it was, it was a, it was a bottle episode. So uh, a, a good amount of that episode was between Washington and Billy Lee, uh, General Washington, I really should say, um, General Washington and Billy Lee. Um, that was the hardest. This season, though, you know, I think the hard one of the hardest ones was the scene in four oh eight eight with Seth, where he really late, where Talmadge really gives it yes. to Washington. Yep. And I tell you, you know, I remember that day and looking at Seth I'm like, yeah, you just killed it, man. I said to him at the end, I was like, "Yeah, you're going to be really happy with that. You just you just knocked it out of the park," and he deserved that. He deserved to have Talmadge deserved to have that moment with Washington. I mean, if we when people start going back and they watch the whole series together, you know, Talmadge, what a, what an honorable man, and what a and what a wonderful man in in Seth Numerick to play that part because you you know he's he's very social media shy. He's not you know he's not out there in that way, but he's a true gentleman. I mean, he's a he's a, a just a, a kind, honorable man who, who, uh, puts his money where his mouth is in life. And I, I respect him very, very much, not just as an actor, but as a man. Yeah. So I'd say, but I'd say that was a challenging scene for sure.
0: That was that, definitely, that was, uh, we've seen their, their relationship have a lot of ups and downs. Um, how do you feel about the nature of the way their relationship progressed over the course of the series?
1: I always said, and you know, Sean came in. Sean H- Haggerty came in and did a fantastic job playing um, Hamilton. I especially loved what he was doing in in, the, in episode nine in Yorktown, where he comes through the wall and he's like, "I'm like, go get him, Sean, go get him, Hamilton." And he's like, "I'm gonna kick some British butt," um, and I, I was very proud of him with that. I thought he just just knocked it out of the park. Um, the Hamilton character and the Talmadge character are almost like one because uh, in the show, Talmadge is Washington's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we get a lot of that. You know, we even have those moments where my, some of my favorite scenes, I mean, you know, stuff, stuff with Seth. Seth's my partner on the show. Uh, working with anybody else is is great, but I'm always going to come back to Seth and sometimes with Talmadge. And sometimes I'm going to have scenes and I'm like, oh, I don't know how that went. Oh, my God, <laughs> I got a scene with Seth good. All right. I know just where this is going to go. Um, and it was, uh, it, it was, it was a, it was a great, great relationship. And I, I think well earned. Um, I wish there was, a, 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 you know, I wish there was a moment where he just looks at him and goes, you know, you're so right. I've been so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you're so smart. It's like a moment I have with my wife. I look up, <laughs> He's so smart. I'm so dumb. I'm like dumb. Yeah, You're right. I would have liked to have had the husband-wife conversation, but no. <laughs> well, it's hard to
2: give a harsh reality check to someone that not only outranks you but is the head of all of the armies. Like, yeah, no. I grew up in a military family, and that is just not a thing you do.
1: No, no, no. it's not a thing you do. But I think it. I think it was well deserved to have him. You know, one of the things I was pleased about, though, in that last scene with Seth, the big breakout scene was, you know, we both played the characters. So Mm -hmm. we had this like big moment with each other. And then when we left each other, if you go back and watch it, there's this kind of quiet moment between them right afterwards where it's like blow up, blow up. And then I sort of bring the, and I sort of say, please give this stuff to Colonel Hamilton. And he says, it's already done. And it does you know, and it's sort of like, it ends almost respectfully after this big fight, which gives us room to come back to each other in episode nine where Washington's like, yeah, you're right, I'm wrong. So it was kind of there. I just wish it was a little... I would have enjoyed a bit more of an explicit thing there.
0: Uh, we, we we talked to LaToya last week, and she mentioned that there was a scene cut for time um, between uh, Mr. and Mrs. Washington, where he kind yeah. of sort of sees the error of his ways. Martha, though, right. she she is what was missing
2: from this finale.
1: Well, yeah.
0: It's it's yeah. tough when uh, again, yeah, things are but, cut for you time. you know,
1: I mean there's a lot of other storylines, and yeah, I'm, I was sorry that that scene was cut. I I, I love doing that scene, um, and I missed it. And uh, Latoya is an absolute frickin' star, um, just as a as a writer, and as a human being. Um, oh, she's
0: amazing. She is
1: a good. She people. Really is. She she is. She's going to be. She already is. Uh, I, I, I. She's she's really amazing. She's an amazing writer. Uh, she writes dialogue. She writes story in a amazing. In fact, if I have to go back. In other seasons, one of my favorite scenes, until this last season, my favorite scene that I did was an episode that LaToya wrote in season two called False Flag, where Washington and Talmadge have a similar breakout fight with each yes. other about uh, General Lee and, and, you know, a, a letter written. Um, and, but it's the other way, and Washington's beating the crap out of Talmadge, <laughs> which was always my favorite scene. Um, so I always tip my hat to LaToya, and she's just a wise woman as well. She's just, that's just want I say that.
0: So it uh, talking about um storylines that i actually i was i was really surprised at something that was addressed in this episode very much relating to um, uh Washington's relationship with his wife and everything like that was we get a scene between Washington and Rivington of all people mm-hmm. yeah. and and to convert uh to contrast that with the scene we get with Abe a few scenes later Washington was exceedingly more merciful at the beginning of the scene with Rivington when he owns up to and and takes responsibility for his transgressions so to speak um, especially the piece about Martha yes um, so kind of, uh, talking about getting a chance to work with actors you haven't gotten a chance to work with before, how did it feel going into that scene?
1: Well, John is, is, I mean, John's amazing. He's an amazing actor. And I, I was sort of tipped off. We actually shot that scene about a month earlier. Oh, um, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, a little behind the scenes for you <laughs> um, because we were losing John because he got another series that he's shooting up in Toronto. Oh, and wow. so got a call saying, you need to get your ass down here to richmond i was up in new york we're shooting a scene with you we're shooting a four-page scene with you in remington in two days here's the script get to it and henry Bronstein, who directed episode five i believe and was our um uh he was our production coordinator through the through the last three seasons and great at his job i uh, directed it and he's like yep coming down get down here and so it was uh it was exciting it was challenging and tremendously fun and i was i was pleased that it that it went okay and i felt like it did and john is a masterful actor so it was it was great it was really great
2: it was an incredible scene and that that was an interaction that i never knew i wanted right
0: up until i was watching it
1: <laughs> cool yeah Good.
0: That was, those were two characters I never thought we would see side by side. Um, and it ended up being kind of wonderful. And it was oh, this yeah. wonderful, just little exchange about, you know, the nature of mercy and getting a second chance. And we, we get that reiterated when, um, when Washington has this meeting with Abe later. And he's like, if you don't settle your, your debts, mm-hmm. you know, a friend can become an enemy. Um, well, that's, that's,
1: I mean, that's Benedict Arnold yeah and that's actually that ties that ties Washington's story together that last scene it was so well done i mean so well written it was just because you know ben, losing Benedict Arnold was a devastating thing I mean it's just absolutely devastating in so many different ways and to see that Washington learns uh, and that he learned from that experience it was very touching to me i was in fact I was in this very apartment in this I was in the kitchen working on those lines <laughs> oh. just I did that. I must have done that scene five hundred times the night before, the the three days before. I just just kept doing it just to mine every thought out of it. I didn't want to miss a didn't want to miss a breath on that one, and uh, it was really uh, it was really great. They everyone did their jobs. It was good.
0: Yeah. The um, I, I'm going to go through real quick and just kind of put a pin in all these different well, storylines. Oh, go ahead. Just good. Real quick. One last uh,
2: question from the chat from Shauna what aspect or storyline of Washington's life do you regret not being included in the series? Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Well, um, what people don't know is that and there's a slight mention of this in one episode, but he and his mom didn't get along mm. at all. Mm. His yeah. mom didn't like him. <laughs> his mom was tough. <laughs> and that, that weighed on Washington a lot. I don't know if that, if that is it. I mean, you know, I, I, I wish Green was around. I wish we saw perhaps a bit more with the Generals. Um, though we got, we touched on, I have no regrets. I, you know, thanks for the question, Shauna. But overall, I think we got it. You know, I think we got it.
2: But that's pretty great.
1: Yeah. No again, regrets is a look,
2: pretty good way to leave a show.
1: Yeah. I'll say it again. I'm just flat grateful for how this went. And I, especially after watching it, and you know, I feel bad. This is the series finale, and we're talking all about George Washington, everybody's story. Everybody got. I mean, Heather Lind, freaking genius, Heather Lind. I mean, these people, Sam Rukin, Owen Yeoman, um, Robert Rogers shows up. I mean,
0: oh my god,
1: Rogers, Rogers, Rogers!
2: Oh my oh, god! And wait, wait, wait,
1: if I don't say the name Cassinia Solo, I'm not doing it right. I mean, she's just. Mm, Everyone, just everyone. If I'm forgetting some, Bern Gorman. I mean, if it, it, it's just an all-star, everyone was just there was nobody you didn't want to see on that screen.
0: Yeah, huh? there. I, I mean, Anna and Sila reconciling and yes, being and working
2: on things together. And yeah, being,
0: like, being partners, and not to mention um, Hewlett. Uh, re, you know, re, finally having another moment with Abigail after several seasons, and yeah. you know.
1: Abigail. It's uh, Zara. I mean, come on, man. Oh,
0: my God. It was the worst part of this finale was her, her being on a ship where she got captured she got again. Away. Yeah,
2: you know. She, as far as I'm concerned, she made it up to Nova Scotia and no everyone's I, happy. Let
1: me, let me answer this question. <laughs> she got away. There was a gun there. Did yeah. Did you the look in her eye? That was, that was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman had a gun. And Wonder Woman was getting all those people up to Nova Scotia. Believe no. me, I know that for a fact.
0: No, and, and the letter was sent in it. code from Nova Scotia. Um, no question, she, I'm she, telling,
1: she just Abigail went on an epic to Nova Scotia. That was disgust. She, that was, she, painfully disgusting. She necessarily
0: she went on an went epic, on. fantastical adventure and freed everyone on that ship and made it to Nova Scotia. That's what happened.
1: <laughs> I, I'm telling you, as much as George Washington shaking Abraham Woodhull's hand at the end of the show, that happened. Yes. It, Abigail, I'm telling you, they shot the scene. It just got it got cut for time, just like oh. other things get cut for time. Oh, my god! There was a scene of her arriving in Canada. That is cruel,
0: editors. That is well, cruel. <laughs> I, mean,
1: I know there's a scene of her sh- getting away. And it was, believe me, it was seriously discussed. There's no question. Abigail is a happy ending for Abigail. Good. Akinbode, and, Good. For the-
0: and Cicero, yeah. The it's not canon, to, folks. Not to mention that Akinbode and Cicero had fantastic moments in this episode oh. because they've been separated for seasons. It was wonderful to see them bond. Learning oh. to
2: read, joking with each other. Like, and I and needed a whole two seasons of
1: that. And Amy Gumnik, yes! who was a friend of the show did a, the fact that she was able to come back this season and did such a wonderful job. I miss my boy Brian Finney who did a fantastic job in season 2. You know, I mean there, there are people the the uh DeYoung uh, <laughs> working with DeYoung was a kick. I tell you that. That man was funny.
0: Yeah, every everybody who's ever been a part of this show I I don't think there's been a single misstep when it comes to casting. And yeah, my only complaint is that I I wish we could have gotten to see a lot of the scenes that got cut for time. I just
2: want to keep an eye out for the DVD Blu-ray release and see the blooper reel and the cut
0: scenes (laughs) and the just, I need all of this in my life.
1: All right. Well, it's coming. It's coming.
0: (laughs) Well... we we are running a little short on time. Um, Josh Price says hi. He's oh, in chat. Hey, oh, oh, yo, hello, if friends. If I didn't
1: mention my boy Freddie, not, <laughs> not only is he do does he do a fantastic job on the show, he's a lovely man. Um, he really is. I'm sorry I didn't mention him. Um, he he. But there's an example of an actor who came in, like Amy, came in, did such a wonderful job the writers are like, we need more of him. You know? Yes. So tip the hat to that.
0: He is a good human. We love you, Josh. You're fantastic. Um, So we're running short on time. Ian, I did want to ask, and we've gotten a few questions in the hashtag as well, if you have any upcoming projects that you can let fans know about.
1: Well, you know, I am, I've i been working on uh, promoting Turn this, this season and taking some well-earned uh, vacation time with Nicole and with my wife and with our boys, and I'm going to finish up this trip to Richmond and get back to New York for audition season starting in September when school's back on, and I'll let you know.
0: All, All right. right. Cannot yeah. wait. I know you also wanted to take a quick minute to talk about Mount Vernon.
1: I do, yeah, actually, very much so. So this past weekend in uh, in Virginia, uh, amongst the other challenges that have been going on in, in this fine commonwealth, um, Mount Vernon uh, took a storm hit, um, and there were millions of dollars worth of damage done to George Washington's home. Um, I've actually reached out to the head of Mount Vernon, who I got to know when I stayed there before season two, uh, letting them know that I would be really honored and happy to do anything that I could, but I believe that uh, the Menguin is putting up a link uh, to show where they can, where people can donate money to uh, Mount Vernon, uh, and I, I think it would be wonderful if you would put some money back into uh, General Washington's home.
0: Yes, so we actually have the URL in the description of the video once this video goes up. So awesome. uh, you should be able to click that below. If, uh, if you have any trouble finding it, I will be tweeting it out after the show as well. Um, thank you. So uh, thank you, Ian, so, so much uh, for, for taking the time to come on. Do you have any other final thoughts on this season before we let you go?
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> well... Here I am in my old apartment in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, I want to say thank you to everybody, all the fans out there, who uh, didn't just watch our show but loved it. Um, That mattered a lot to us being able to make it to the end of the show. Because if audiences were sort of like, yeah, it's okay, I kind of like it, okay, it's fine, I'll catch it when I catch it, we wouldn't have made it. To the end, but it was the passionate fans of the show, the people who are hashtagging and who are trending us and who are uh, tweeting at us and tweeting with us watching the shows that made a huge difference. So, to the fans of Turn Washington Spies, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. Well,
0: Again, thank you so much for for being supportive of this show. Uh, we raise a glass to you, sir. Um, raise a glass to you. Thank you so much. Um, where can people go if they want to find you and keep up with all of those upcoming projects? Hopefully, coming from audition season.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. From uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Ian Khan, @iankahn. I a n k a h n, and I will be tweeting a bit more. Uh, politically than I have in the past, and fantasy baseball because that's part of my game. <laughs> so when you see something where it's like, "Why is he talking about the Yankees versus the Red Sox?" That's why. It's almost like people. you have
2: interests. Keep... <laughs>
1: yes, that and that is one of that is, beyond politics, which is my primary interest. In my my next interest is fantasy baseball Well, my first interest is family, then politics, then family, then fantasy baseball
0: in that order. Um, that's great again, thank you so, so much, Ian. Um, I, I hope we get to talk to you again soon. Um, thank you again for, for just everything. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank
2: you for being the definitive depiction of Washington and media. Just thank you.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. And I got to give one last shout out because I didn't mention him. Uh, my boy Brian Wiles is Lafayette. Lafayette? Lafayette! <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thank you for having me on. Of course, of
0: course. Thank you so, so much. Have a wonderful night.
1: You too. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Oh, I say this every a time. good human. He's so cool. I am so human. glad we, we get the opportunity to talk to him. Chat um, was
2: talking about him running for politics. I'm like,
0: <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I'm down. i down. I would definitely vote for him. I don't think I'm legally um, able to vote in whatever
2: state he'd be running in. Well, but.
0: sadly, folks, we, as we mentioned before, are running a little short on time. Obviously, we have a lot of stuff that we still want to ba- talk to you guys about, and Luckily. guess what? Luckily, we're going to have some time to do that tomorrow evening at 7pm Pacific Time. We are having a special interview with Sean Haggerty, a.k.a. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to say it without like it being a little sing-songy All right now Hamilton <laughs> um so if you guys are interested in that we'll be talking about season four as a whole with him and honestly yeah we just it's not we're not ready to say goodbye just yet so please uh come join us for that tomorrow night 7 p.m pacific standard time uh again come
2: prepared with questions put them in the hashtag if you've got anything fun that you would like us to see the hashtag sticks around the live chat does not So, if there's anything you want to throw our way, put it in the hashtag. It's ABTV Turn. We do check that even when the show's not on. Uh,
0: Again, and I want to say thank you to all of you guys who've tuned in every week, who stay up late. Uh, I know on the East Coast, you guys, it's super late over there. So, I just want to say thank you so much to to everybody who's been supportive of this show. And I want to give a special thank you to each and every person who has been a guest on this show because we have had an enormous amount. We've had an enormous amount of support from the cast and crew um and the producers it it honestly means the world to us so thank you guys so so much um and yeah we'll have more to say tomorrow and guys tomorrow might not be the end either we're we're working hard on on a couple other things so we were absolutely
2: not, not kidding about itunes support and showing demand for the content like we have an extra show tomorrow Because y'all love it and want to see more, and we love it and want to do more. So the more you show your support, the more the studio is able to see, hey, we really like turn content, and we can continue to do the thing. So iTunes reviews are a really good way to do that. Please do the thing if you haven't already. All
0: right, well we're we're getting we're getting yelled at by the engineer. <laughs> so uh, again, thank you guys so so much, Katie. Where can people go if they want to find you? You can follow me all over the social medias
2: and on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaj. That is K I A X E T. I'm currently playing Hustle Cat on Twitch, which is my first dating sim ever, so that's an interesting experience. I am also on Gather Your Party on Friday nights on Geek and Sundry. Robots in Disguise is Tuesdays at seven and Voltron is Mondays at 8, and also Mondays at 9, rather. (laughs)
0: And we have Camp Camp tomorrow night, right after the special interview. So just stay tuned to the channel. It's going to be great. Well, I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the TheManguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, and I write articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Be sure to also check out The Shadow Radio Recreation, where I do the voice of Margot Lane, and the upcoming podcast, Apparitions, where I do the voice of the main character, Adeline. So, guys, again, thank you, Turn fans. Thank you, revolutionaries. Thank you, hashtag Turnfam. You guys are amazing and wonderful and i'm not crying you're crying shut up thank you guys we're all crying here don't forget to tune in tomorrow night at 7 p.m for the special interview with sean thank you guys so so much for watching we will see you all next time
1: from executive producers maria Manunos, kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire after buzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the after buzz tv network